All right, y'all. Nerdificent is a new podcast from comedians Danny Fernandez and Ifi Wadiwe. It's a weekly deep dive into nerdy subjects that you didn't know you needed to know about. Whether it's the mind-expanding frontiers of virtual reality or the surprisingly exciting modern renaissance of tabletop games, they're going to take you from the origins into surprising future of each subject. Which is a fancy way to say they go down a bottomless Google rabbit hole and tell you about the coolest stuff they find. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Fair and Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek for all nerds. The only podcast where we discuss geek culture according to people of color. And as always, it's your host, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. the Beverly Trillbilly, Lightwork Yagami, Meek Millhouse, Uncle Ben's Nice, Chris Ragnarok, Black Black Goliath, Lando Californication, the ghost in the shell toe, Doctor Who's man's is this, and as always, make sure you keep that same energy on when you see me. Yes. Uh, My favorite. That's right. We're here in the spaceship, and as always, I'm joined by Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, aka Gem and the Hall of Fam, Victoria's Secret Wars, Oprah Slim Free. Thank you, Jeff. Dame Diner Dash, Princess Preach. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Scissorhands, Aaron Jaegerbaum, the Arc Android 18, and Emma Frosted Flakes. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Jaegerbaum, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you ever did Jaegerbombs? Yo, my 20s oh. were lit, boy. Yo, I've had some bad nights off of that. Car bombs, Jaegerbombs, never again, though. Never again. And as you hear, we have. I am Jeff J, a.k.a. Leave Daniels, a.k.a. <laughs> Miles More Assets, Millie's, Millie Rocco's Modern Life, oh. Earth, Wind, and Firestorm, Han Soul Glow, Bagger Vance Astro, Legion and Juice, Fax the Destroyer, and Lucius Lion-O. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. That last song was a killer. I think I've had Lucius Lion-O back in the day. Have though, you? So. Pull, up yeah, the think... Pull up the tapes. Pull up the tapes, bro. Pull up the tapes. <laughs> you want to show the receipt? Hey, you know, hey, you know everyone who subscribed to SoundCloud and <laughs> iTunes and all those other things probably already knows this already. Just like, um, I know, you know. Ben's like, there's 500 episodes. I ain't going to yeah. bro. <laughs> he said, I remember one time in 2013, maybe 2014, <laughs> I used the Lucius Lion-O. But you guys Lion-O. do realize that like, there's been like maybe 500 episodes of Fan Bro Show. Do you, you, 400 wow. something, at least. Or maybe you know four, four, four seventy-five. Like, we're getting Lowest there. Lowest of keys, y'all don't be counting. I'm saying y'all, because that was pre-me. <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't, y'all, y'all don't count. Yeah, what episode is this? I mean... I said that like it was whose man's is this. I feel like two years ago, we said episode 300. Yeah, so, I think we did. So carry the one. 52 weeks in a year, you know what I'm saying? You probably record for like 45, 45, and 45 is not 95, it's 90. So yeah. you probably around like 395 because I added five more just in case. That's that Terrence Howard math. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 
Yeah, this one. Shout out to Aunt May. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, so make sure you guys subscribe <laughs> to us on YouTube, Fanbros TV. We just reviewed Ant Man and the Wasp. We talk about it all without spoiling a damn thing. So make sure you listen to that ASAP. Make sure you subscribe to us ASAP. Leave a comment, a rating, all that good stuff on iTunes, like I said before, SoundCloud. All these places, we need your support and love. Make sure you do that. Because like I just said earlier on the Twitter, at DJ Ben, I mean, where you can find me, it is my goal to get in the next year fan bro show onto television. So, you know. At this point, like, we have 500 episodes. So we gotta, I mean, you know, it's time to in the bank at, right At this now. point, we've done our training. We've grinded all the levels we can grind. We've hit up every dungeon we can. We've cleaned it all out. We have all the loot crates. Let's do it. Netflix, Amazon, Google, Hulu, NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC. Yeah. LMNOP. I, yeah. Whoever, yo. Yeah. Apple, Amazon, we said that, HBO, Showtime, any of the above. But, Title, you know, Hove. You know, oh, Title, why not? You know, you I'm going to do, do a TV show right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could you imagine <laughs> trying to, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, try out for a spot on Title in front of B&J? Listen, like yeah, audition? No problem. I will bleed say <laughs> to get us on Title. Bro, I will go to I will upgrade to high five, bro. I act like I still drink Armadale. Oh um, wow. Speaking of Jay Z. That was a throwback. Wow. I don't even know what that is. Damn. <laughs> oh, what? You remember Jay Z does. Marco? You don't remember the Jay Z Armadale era of Armadale? Now. Uh-huh. You know what I'm ripping on. Yeah, yeah. I drank yep. it once. It was alright. You know. Jay Z has sold you I. everything, folks. It was alright. And speaking of Jay Z, his former partner this week. <laughs> former was business in the news. associate. Former associate was in the news these days. Woo! Talk about keep that same Energon, my God. My he God. Energon, Galvatron, <laughs> Megatron. He kept all the trons, bro. <laughs> he rolled up on him like, what type of mockery is this? Like, yo, yeah. So who yo. did he roll up on, Ben? I mean? Mr. Lee Daniels, the creator of such shows as Empire. <laughs> Star. Oh, I mean, I, you know. Director I, of I was, Precious. Yeah, I, I, and was I really he involved was in Precious? Empire. I mean, I was, yeah, he was involved in Precious. All right. Yes. Precious yeah. was his, it was his, like, that That's was the major thing that, like, th- uh, not threw, but pushed, like, Gabourey out there. And, right. and him and a whole bunch of other people. And it's also the start of Monique being blackboard in the industry. Mm. Oh, and speaking of that, as everyone has already made very clear, you know, once again, when Monique said there was a problem with Lee Daniels, no one wanted to hear it. Myself included, I'll even own up to that. But I was more one of the ones who didn't get it with Monique and the whole Netflix and saying, you know, this money and all that. But as far as the Lee Daniels thing, I didn't know enough about it to be like, oh, okay, Lee Daniels, you know, blackballed her from the industry and everything. But specifically for when it comes to pressure, he was producer. Yeah, well, it seems that, you know... Probably isn't very far-fetched, folks, because Lee Daniels on camera admitted, I owe you, and I was wrong. Call me, yeah. Damon. You know? Where were yeah. they, by the way? Because Dame pulled up on him, <laughs> and it looked like they was, like, baptizing people in the background. Like, I couldn't. I was like, are they at church? I think they were at a fashion show or an award show, some type of event where Dame just caught him out there. Shout out to the cameraman who held that camera steady throughout the whole encounter. And, you know, Lee Daniels said he was going to pay Dame his $2 million that he owed him. So, first of all, 
I had no idea Dame was even involved. So apparently Dame gave Lee two million dollars to help get get pressures off the ground. And in doing that, he Lee promised to Dame that he would pay him back. Um he also what also came out that he, that Monique got like no money to do that movie. Then Precious went mm. on and make like Yeah, fifty K. Yeah, then then Precious went on to make like over sixty million and you know, still people didn't get their money like they were supposed to. So all this time uh, I had no idea, but but he still owed Dame. Dame decided to pull up on him, said, Look, man, I'm gonna put this public, we're gonna give you my money. Lee Daniel says, I will call you Damon. Now that was the cold shit. <laughs> like at this point, you getting pulled up on heavy. You talk about I will call you. That's the audacity of all audacities. And now Lee Daniels has been hit with a five million dollar fraud suit. So Ooh. he pulled he pulled up on him at a Diana Ross show. Oh, the Hollywood Bowl. Okay. <laughs> now if that ain't keeping it a hundred, I don't know what is. Like first off, <laughs> I'm watching that video, dude. I'm watching <laughs> that video and all I hear is like blah blah blah. Like I like bitch, bitch, better have my money. money. Like yo, where is yo the spirit of Stewie Griffin emanated from <laughs> uh, Dust oh. Poppington, Dave Dash? Like, uh, yeah, my money, yeah, my money, yeah, my money. I was, I was, I was mad for yo. That is word on everything. I give you two mil. I'm not waiting six months. Just for some context, Precious came out in 2009, bro. So it's been That's almost like, a whole decade. Was it for Precious or was it for a film before that? I thought, Dame, I thought it was whatever even it was. Dame mentioned Precious, yeah. so it could have been, been a that. long. No, lo- I think it was before even Precious. That's the thing. I think it's been a long. So time. even makes it worse then. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it's even yes. worse. The particulars of specifically what movie that money was or where the money actually went, I don't have. But all I know is that Lee Daniels did Dame Dash dirty. Yeah. So he 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 lent him. Two million dollars, like uh, it was probably like years ago for that whole precious situation. So it doesn't even matter, yo. Cause I'm, I'm trying to Google and talk at the same time, right? But uh, full transparency. Well, because yeah, because I, I, mean, I okay, so also supposedly for the Richard Pryor biopic that's supposed to be coming right. out, he gave him money for. Uh, the point he let is, him hold he two million dollars. The point is, he gave him money and good. <laughs> Bro. Is it five racks, Jeff? Is it five racks, Jeff? Oh, I was just about to say, he ain't a volunteer. We know he's on the he's known on the bill. And you know what? I don't like you right now, Tatiana, because I was chilling. I was calm. I wasn't even gonna go there. But now that we're here, it has been like three months. <laughs> it has been like three, four months. And not a nary of a rack has been seen. Y'all let these people fade into oblivion, bro. And Lee Daniels is with them. Bolivia. Lee Daniels knows where the money is. Fate. Lee Daniels knows where the money is, bro. Where I, I need all the money. If Dave Dash gets his two billion before dudes get their five racks, I am going to be livid. You did this, Tatiana. I was going to go. How do you feel about Lee Daniels' next film, though? That's the question. Like, is this gonna like with the Monique and with this coming out? Is this really gonna? I mean, he's got Empire still on the air. Yeah. Well, first of all, I haven't watched Um, Empire in at least two years, perhaps a little bit longer. Secondly, Lee Daniels has said some very, very questionable ish the last couple of years, particularly the one interview he had, uh, I think, with Don Lemon, if I'm not mistaken. But it was on CNN where he was saying that uh, Oscar so white is nothing more than people whining. He and I and I'm paraphrasing, but that's what he said. 
uh, he was talking about how he made Star and included a white lead or, or to, to make help white people feel cool. It, it was a lot of nonsense. And I know it sounds weird. Like I said, I'm paraphrasing, but he literally said that. So go back if you want to. Go on, go on YouTube. You can see all these clips. I'm not making this up. It was very questionable. And it just made me think, well, where are you coming from exactly? And have you always felt this way? So I've, I've, I've been a little iffy on Lee for some time now. You know why I felt Dame so much? I <laughs> <laughs> mean, calm down. So you know when you lend somebody money, right? And, yo, you lend them money and then you see them out living their best life. Oh. They're buying, yo, they copped a new iPhone. They, they at the club, yo, you need a drink? You know what I need? <laughs> You know what I need? I need the money you owe me back. Like, I, yo, it, on a spiritual level, I feel him, bro, because people yeah. do that when you lend them money. And that's how pay it forward gets defaulted. Because when you, when you open yourself up and you lend people money and they don't pay it back, who, who's to say that you would want to pay it back? And this is some business. This isn't even like a friend thing. This is business. Whoa. This was from 2015. So that's even worse. So you could get lawyers involved. But that's why one of, my, one of my good friends would always say, when you lend somebody money, you might as well consider it a gift, especially when it's between friends. Because if you don't, then you're going to hold whatever animosity towards them. But when it comes to business, nah, you got to pay up, bro. Like, he, yeah, I'm surprised yeah, he yeah. wasn't. He wasn't tapping um, Lee Daniels' pockets the whole time. Like, that's some Harlem shit right there. Like, you tapping the pockets. Like, yo, what you got? What you, I know you got at least 50K on you. Like, what's good? Excuse me. Look, you, see the, you see the, um, what is that, a pashmina he's wearing? Like, <laughs> he was with a prayer like, hand. You see that? That's got to be at least 100K. But excuse me. Excuse me. We made our gift. In the Dame Dash post that he put on IG, he hashtag or, or added a, a bunch of people. He added <laughs> a bunch of news organizations. He added Oprah Winfrey. And then he added Halle Berry. And this morning, I was talking to Jeff and Ben Ami, and I'm like, why would you add? What's Halle got to do with it? I just took a look at Lee Daniels' IMDb page. And this also goes to back to what you were saying, Ben, about he must have did stuff earlier. Lee Daniels was a producer on Monsters Ball. He, oh. Which starred Halle Berry. He was a producer on The Woodsman. Which was that's the one, and that's the one that Dame Dash uh, loaned the money because that's for Dame Dash's company is the Woodsman, mm. and that's where it is. That's with with Kevin money. Bacon, so that, right? That was the Kevin that's Bacon. That's how joint. far. So that's how far back the money owed goes, right there. It's for the Woodsman. Not I knew it wasn't for pressure. So mm. so, but the mm. fact that he added Halle Berry makes me think, oh, she in this too. <laughs> oh wow, this rabbit hole goes way too deep. So. Way too deep. Yikes. And like you said, I've I haven't watched Empire in like three years. I always found the show questionable as hell in general. And then Lee Daniels has become more and more questionable lately. So you know, whatever, whatever. Dame, hope you get your money. I definitely have met Dame Dash in person, and I would not want him running up on me like that. Cause that dude is a problem when he is in your He's, face. Him and Joe Budden is two people where I don't want them yelling at me to oh, my face. Hell no. Like, no I just told the, um, me that right now. You saw the uh, the the what is it, the hard not life of fade to black when when Team Taz was going off on Jeff Jam for some jackets and Bruh. you got two million dollars from him. Bruh, go listen to the Combat Chat Show classic episodes with Dame Dash, Just Blaze, everyone, and you've never heard Dame Dash in his prime. Like, oh my God, it's a mo- it's a monster. The man's a monster. He will get that two million. I'm He's sure Lee days. Daniels. Was shaking in that scarf he was wearing. That's a pashmina, was, I believe. It's a pashmina. <laughs> a pashmina like this, saying, 
I will call you Damon. Like you can tell he was scared. <laughs> Yo, it, it looked like Mace, a sarong. That's what Mace Windu wears when he's business when he's casual. With <laughs> his casual Fridays. <laughs> when his casual Fridays in the Jedi Hall, that's what he's rocking. He's like, oh shit, yo, base, you looking fly. He's like, yo, my child, you know, don't don't make it too hot. My man looked like he should have been in the Star Trek bar with all. Um, oh <laughs> with no, BL, with Booby, wow. with Guinan. <laughs> yes, with Guinan. Oh shit, that is Guinan. No, he's Guinan. <laughs> Whoopi now. We need Whoopi. We need answers, bro. Nah, I, yo, guided. Holy, yo, if he had the hat, yeah. I would. It was I would a wrap. Be, I would be podcasting from heaven. See yeah. <laughs> it's a wrap. bro, bro. We need and combat. We need rest in peace. We need combat today, man. Oh my god. <laughs> combat today. Oh, Lord, also, she's mercy. also Gaia from Captain Planet. FYI. She's guided for life, bro. Guided and Gaia from from Captain. Push Planet. a penny under the door. Push a penny under the door. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Y'all don't remember Ghost? No, I remember Ghost. You don't yes, remember, I remember Ghost? Yes, I Push remember Ghost. Push a penny under the door. Yes. Push a penny under the door. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, the, with, saw... the, with Patrick Swayze? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I don't oh, remember. My Yo, God. my sister cries every time that movie comes on. Yo, She'd it's be a like, harsh Yo, ghost. one. It's a hard one not to on. cry She'd be hyped. She'd be like, yeah. Ghost is coming on. Ghost is coming on. Two hours later. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hard one. That's a tough one. Woo. Woo. I think I ghost. first saw that movie in high school and I was mad confused. Yeah, Ghost is really good and and really scary too. Yeah. You when dead, that, Willie. Oh, the thing yeah, that, Oh my that, god. That, I will say that scared that me. Is, yeah. That was because it was it, it was too wild. Like it was too sketchy. Oh, the the hell the hell people coming to come get him. Oh nah, god, I'm good that shit with is that dark. That's not no, that Willie, was some I Harry scream. Potter. Uh, what's the people Dementors? called? Dementors. Dementors, Dementors yeah. type stuff. No, no, thank that you. That shit was horrible. Oh. No, thank you. Even with that terrible ass animation, that shit still. That's still. why it was scary. The animation was so bad. That a- shit animation wow. was so bad it looked real. Like what if some, what if something that sketched out came up to you right now with all the polygons oh, and shit? That oh. shit's scary. <laughs> that shit's scary. I'd be it. I'd be done right I, here. You wouldn't <laughs> sit there like you not 1080p. No, you a fucking run. <laughs> you got standard definition ghosts coming after Yo. you. Yo, my ice, my ghosts. ice, my ice. <laughs> yo, Luigi's mansion yeah, that, shit. Yo, like. that shit made all kind of hard. It was like, <laughs> right. came up from the ground. He almost lost his Jerry curl. Like shit was yeah. crazy. No, when it got the white boy son, that's when it was. Oh, rough. um, Fitz. Yeah, when it got Fitz at the end, son. <laughs> yeah, the president. President Fitz is in Ghost. Yeah. Yes, he's he was the, the he was the dude that was trying to get gr- with um yeah. Demi Holy Moore. Shit. He's the one who kills Patrick. Yeah, that's what. That's why they call him. They would call him <laughs> President Ghost. People would call him President Ghost <laughs> or Samuel because Weebay dot gif. I did not yeah, know that. Yeah, bro, that's President Ghost. <laughs> All right, and with that, we're gonna take a quick break, <laughs> and we'll be right back with more fan <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Cheryl Hadari Coker, the uh, creator and showrunner of Marvel's Decade. When I'm not running from a deadline. I'm listening to the Tambor.
And welcome back, fam bros. Hope you've been enjoying this episode. I know you've been enjoying this episode, so make sure you just go on ahead and hit that subscribe button right there. Leave a like, a comment, anything, no matter what you're watching or listening this to on. La, 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 la. Whatever I just said there, iTunes, YouTube, <laughs> don't matter, SoundCloud, all those things. Hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, leave a comment. Thank you very much. And it's now time for one of my favorite segments on this show. Thank you to everyone who's been sending in your questions for The Guac is Extra. Where we answer pretty much anything that you send in. And tonight we've got so many, we just don't get right to it. What do we have up tonight? Up first, we have from Statica Shakur, a.k.a. Tuxedo (laughs) Flask. Nice. I like that very much. They write, Mm -hmm. I recently revisited the Rugrats Search for Reptar game on my PS1 on a small screen 9HD TV because I love myself. And I started to remember how dope I thought the Pickle House was. This got me thinking of some other cool houses, locations, and animated shows, such as Hey Arnold's Boarding House, Boomy's Castle from Avatar, the last, Airbe- the last Airbender, and the Gargoyle Castle. I seriously wanted to hang out there because fun. Can you guys think of any houses or location in an animated show or comic that you always thought was dope or would be cool to be in? And then as for a follow-up bonus question, what renovations would you make to them? For example, the Ninja Turtles could have done so much more with their sewer. Mm. That's actually a very interesting question. Mm. Very creative. Wow. Wow, I would have definitely set the sewer up. Um, <laughs> like, uh, oh man, I'm trying to think of a superhero place, but like or anywhere, Xavier, or any or anywhere, anywhere. Yeah, you yeah, because all all the superhero places always get blown up, so that's not a good one. I got, I got one. A little, I'll, I'll go off the beaten path. <laughs> I want to chill in the mystery machine with Scooby doing them. Oh, nice one. If you want to talk about renovations, well, first we're gonna need central air because if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna need we're gonna need a ventilation if you know you know but i would i would trick it out i would bring it to exhibit and him and his team <laughs> and we are going to he's pimp, retired no we're, we're gonna go into a time he, machine he's come back for machine. this one <laughs> he gotta come back he got a hey, mtvb yeah. re- rebooting mtvb yep. rebooting so like or vh1 or whatever viacom show it was on bring it back for one night only Pip my ride, like, yo, you know, we got this mystery machine. We've had it since the 60s, but you know, I think you was touch up. It's like, oh, so you know, I see, I see the tires, like, we gotta put these rims. Yo, they always used to have my, my, the, they used to have the, the, the Mexican dudes from Cali, like from LA. Like, yo, you know, we got, we, we about to hook up your engine. Like, yo, I love them dudes, yo, but I would put, I would put like a home entertainment system in the mystery machine. Like something where it's like a, a I would turn it into a party bus. We doing everything. Like, you know, you go, bachelor parties in Vegas and you got the stripper poles in the bus and all of that and all the liquor along with the ventilation system because like I said if you know you know but I would have a it would be a roving it would be like elite white trash trailer type chic but like in 30,018 like I would have all the amenities all of that bro. like it would be off the hook I'm glad but definitely you- a ventilation system <laughs> I'm glad you have such a wide-ranging view on this because like i'm still sitting here lost just because there's so many the gargoyle's house was a really good one because it's like half because they try to modernize it a bit so it's like half modern half celtic times but it's also a castle so it's probably mad drafty in there 
So I, mean, I, I could don't throw know. out some options for y'all if y'all are stuck. Put some options. I mean, out there's always there. Wakanda. I was gonna think Wakanda, but I'm like, that's so yeah. easy. Obviously, we're, we're, we're off Wakanda for at least six months, yo. Okay, we gotta be right. off Wakanda for at least six months. The BET Awards done slayed me. Like it's that's it, no more. Um, Wayne Manor, Four Freedom Tower, the the where the Justice no, League no. is no. in the space, whatever the no. space. No, no, I thought of that already. The Justice League um, Watchtower, no. Atlantis. No, no. I thought of the expansion, and, yet, and I was like, nah. No, Atlantis gets uh, brought to the surface. That's a lot of people dying. Uh, like, the castle, the castle from Thundercats. Uh, the Power Rangers Tower. That got blown um, up, blown up. Um, I mean, but in its hate. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, but I'm just thinking of like... I'm not, you know, now you gotta, I'm not going to sit... You know what? No, I'm not even going to... Nope. I was about to jump out the window. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, because they all got Not in 2018. Up. Not in 2018. Um, oh, you know, I hmm. like the Watchtower. The Justice League uh, headquarters in space. That's cool, but doesn't that blown get blown up? up? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Oh That's what I'm God. saying. You got you got to you got to prepare for the eventualities here, folks. You can't just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna live there." And because I would have said Ed's mansion right away. That's plush. Yeah, lovely. but I mean, but you, you, you then how would you renovate it? What would you put in the Ed's mansion that they don't already have? Make it unexplodable. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my renovation. You can't force it. Force field. Force field. Just that have, is a great have question. Five, have five mutants like this outside all day. Like, all damn. day. They're like, yo, damn, you, yo, you, 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 you don't got PTO? Like, nah, man, you know, we got to keep this force <laughs> filled up. Magneto be tripping. We already heard the wire. You just standing there like this for eight hours a day. <laughs> Child labor. Uh, so we gonna we should post that up. We're going to post that up on our, on our IG or one of our social medias because I think that's a great question for the audience. And everybody right. listening, like, what did y'all think? Like, what is your favorite or what animated or comic book location would you want to live in? Let us know. Sidebar, I actually seen the mystery machine, like, live. Like, somebody made a mystery machine. I was driving one day, and it pulled up on me. I have the, I have the picture somewhere in my phone. I was, I like, seen that at New Jersey shocked. Turnpike one day, like, years it's ago. It's the same like, one. Like, it's the four same years one. ago or so. So, so it really yeah. is here in, like, New York yeah. area. Somebody Tri-State. has a mystery machine. Like a legit I, band that they painted. I seen it, okay? I, I did seen it. I did seen it. All right. And I saw it too. All right, let's go. What else is happening? So, hello to Nicole Howard. Hi, fan bros. I'm about to graduate from college in December with a degree in mathematics and Chinese. Damn, that's good. That's stunting. Stunting. I love it. I landed an awesome internship at a tech company this summer where I'm living and working in New York City. Hashtag black women in tech. What up? Never before have I seriously considered moving to New York. I would love to know what are some things I should consider before making a decision to move. What are things you wish you knew before living in New York as an adult? Do you even think it's a good place for recent college grads? Love the show. Shout out to me. Hello, my fellow sister in tech. Ben, you should probably answer this because we're natives. So, Well, I can tell you some stuff that's some native BS stuff. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah. I I have to step away. Like I I could come in last, but um I, I would say you were to transplant because you're not from here. Right. So you when you were here, Ben, that's that's right up your alley. Well, what are things you wish you knew before li- when you moved before you moved here? Get out as much as possible. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the one thing because especially in New York, you get trapped inside your house, and then in the winter months, you really get trapped inside your house and you don't want to leave it, and you have to get out of New York and meet different people outside of the circle that you already have. Because that's how you're going to grow so much in New York. It's just meeting and being in different places. That's where you'll, like, you know, get the most exposure, especially even as tech. Like, go to events. Go to all the events you can. There's so much free stuff you can do 
in New York that involves like whatever field you're in. So I would say just be out as much as possible because that was one thing when I first moved there, I sat in my house so much like the first year I was there and you know, it was terrible. Trash. Yeah. New York in the yeah. summer is undefeated though. Undefeated. 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 New York in the summer is undefeated. Nowhere um, like it. Best thing in the world. You, you're the probably, story. I'd say, it's going to be you versus Rent. Oof. Um, mm. Yeah. And, but you're going to get that in any major city. But that's, yep. that's, the, that's a, lot, that's a, a truth that isn't really said. Because L.A. is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Um, San the Fran, Bay area, ridiculous. The Bay Area the is Bay, ridiculous. Oakland, too. Insane. Then meanwhile, worse. you could go to Atlanta and get a freaking mansion for $100,000. But... Um, Good, yeah, so I'd say rent rent wise is something. Um, she said she said stuff that we wish we would have known. And what was the other before things you wish you should have known before living in and why as an adult? Uh, what things you should consider before making a decision to move? And then, do you think it's a good place for recent college grads? Um, yes, um, it's, a, yeah, it's a big college on, city. This is yeah. a big college city because there's so many different schools who that are here. So as far as the scene and being around other people who are in the same position, you're there's like like half the city is is students that said be prepared to be a broke student in a very expensive ass city right if you're if you're if your salary is good i think the consideration should be your salary how far you're moving away from your family because that's something that i've always struggled with 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 Mm -hmm. thinking about going to different places like how far you're going to be away from your family um what well, you're you. She said tech, so yeah, New York is a good I mean, place for tech. Yeah, tech-wise, you um, should be good money, but also right. New York is the type of place where you could be making six figures and still feel broke. And yeah. and I know broke is relative, and and you know some people don't like how that sounds, but it's the truth. New York is literally one of the like places, just like in 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 the Bay and other places where if you if you're just making six figures and you're just trying to. I don't know, live comfortably, as they say. You still may feel the effects of this, mm-hmm. the high, the the inflated pricing around here. Like everything, like unless you eat in dollar slice every day, like I, everything costs. Like everything. Oh, 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 that yeah, that's something real quick. And let me just add that yeah. on to that. Um, well, one, you know, you shouldn't say you're broke. You know, let's get away from that mindset. You know, you're in between funds. All right. You know, funds funds are coming your way. You're in between. More money is always coming to you. We're you're always as good as the- your last check. Yeah, we're always attracting another chef. Though. Okay, you know, you're right, then. Think that. So there we go. And cook food. Go to the grocery ah. store, buy food, and cook it. Do not eat out. That is one thing because there's so, I mean, well, you know, when you have the money to, you can. But in New York, there's so much good food to eat out at. And you'll be tempted, and you're always on the move. So you'll be like, okay, I'll just grab something here. But it's much better if you cook your own food, you know, and you eat at yeah. home, especially if you're living budget. See, but when you're in tech, especially if you're an engineer, you're going to be working a lot. And Bring that food with you. Yeah, it's, you got to be disciplined. If you're going to be yes. cooking and all that stuff, do, you got to do meal prep. You got to bring yep. that with you. Like, buy yourself a new lunchbox, like dead ass. You know, yeah. <laughs> like for real, like you're going to really have to put in work in order to save money. And it doesn't yep. feel intuitive, but you, you have to if you want to mm-hmm. go that route. But I will say when it comes to tech, like especially just even with your coworkers, they're constantly going out constantly every, day. Mm-hmm. every okay. day whether it's with the client or or it's with the, your own people's you're constantly someone's saying let's go get a drink let's do this let's do that yep. that being said 
since it's tech, especially if it's more 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 new media, no, more often than not, it's going to be covered, especially if it's yep. a company event. So you might be able to get away with murder. But uh, on once again, hit the, hit up them happy hours. Hit up all yeah. the events where the open bars is at. There's so many open bars in NYC. You can get lit you for, can drink free. for free. Yeah. You can check for free. Right. <laughs> and I, I would another another suggestion I would have is learn how to budget. Learn how to be financially responsible. There's a lot of great resources out there. Shout out to my guys, um, Rich and Marcus at Paychecks and Balances. They're a millennial. They they like millennial uh, work life, career people who like they're they're they've they put millennials on to how to people right in your position and and people in our position too. Like there's something that if I knew what I knew now in your position. I probably have a little bit more in, in, in savings. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But um, but I would say that because New York hustling here is over and underrated. Like you'll learn how to hustle, but once you do, you're gonna say, I'm tired of this ish. Um yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but learning those skills and how to cut corners money wise and how to save and how because I feel like women always y'all know how to save, bro. Like y'all know how to save well it's like, because, y'all be having money under the mattress y'all be money in the ceiling and and it's it's there so just yeah. multiply that by like a factor of three and <laughs> and just try to just and you know just watch what you buy watch what you spend and and get a gauge for what your your necessary expenses are oh yes absolutely. um and then and then go from there yeah yeah i think i think that's the gist of it but you can always hit us up individually separately in aggregate, hit us up if you need some more assistance. But And when you come through, let us know when you're here. We'd love to meet up. So the next question comes from D Adolphus Socks. Did I say that right? I think it's Adolphus Socks. Socks. Uh, socks wouldn't be right. Yeah, maybe it's Socks. Okay. They Adolphus write. Socks. Okay. Adolphus Socks. Sorry for messing up your name. They write Cottonmouth or Black Mariah. Who's the baddest? You know, okay. I actually got into it on the internet <laughs> with somebody because, as always, really? you know. No. You know, really? Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, Jeff. Hey, hey, Jeff. Hey, hey. Don't you act like I'm know. the only one. You already know. I'm ready. All right. Um, but, yeah, because they were like um, Bushmaster over uh, Killmonger. And I'm Why like, are you real, switching like, genres? Like, whoa. Yeah, I'm like, for one, Bushmaster has like five, six hours of screen time, you know, and Killmonger had like 40 minutes. <laughs> It's, you know, it's kind of, you and know. And one is a, in a cinematic context where another one's in a f- whole ass TV show. So let's not do yeah, that. Yeah, five or six hours versus 40 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like you can't really say that. Um, As far as Black Mariah versus, that's a tough one. Because, like I say, I wasn't a fan of how Luke Cage season two started off. I thought it was, you know, dab. <laughs> um, yeah, but as, as, as the season progressed, it picked the hell up, and Alfred Woodard is out there doing the Lord's work. Mm. So that's a tough one. Because, well, oh my God, salute. You know, go back and listen to that episode. We have Alfred Woodard on the show. You know how we do. Make sure you check that out. Because, well, Ben, oh I mean, Lord. you partially answered Invisible Circus's next question was Luke, Luke Cage's dab, controversial or not? Nah? It ain't or not. It, it ain't, it, it ain't, ain't controversial. Or nah. It ain't it, or it's nah. not controversial. It's a horrible dab, okay? There we go. I'm sorry. You know, look, we, you know, shout out to Cheo. We had you on the show recently. You got to come back. And I'm sorry, brother. We that dab, that you know, dab. people want people 
weren't right in turning the show off. I will say that because, like I said, that was trash. No, but also, but it know, turned up. Because I know Chael's listening. Chael, like a lot of people just don't the jokes out to get these jokes off. Like they're not. Yeah, that's how that's how Twitter works. You know, that, that, they're not saying that they're going to ignore the rest of the show. It's just that leave we them Twitter the users off. alone, man. Leave yeah. them alone. Yeah, leave let them, them alone. You know, let don't let read everything. Yeah. And that dab was, you know, but the not dab was the dab, the dab was corny. All, all I wanted was for the, the brother who looks like he's on all that in the 90s to just clown the dab. The, one of the Gooding, D.W. Gooding. Like, I, I wanted him to clown the dab. Like, I feel like that would have hit. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be talking about uh, Lucas's, Lucas's season two soon. But Very soon. Very I would say Cottonmouth or Black Mariah. I would say why not both? There we go. Why not both? But then hopefully, well, hopefully, because Cottonmouth, does get resurrected in the comics, so there is an out. But I know that price went up, so <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's what happened, folks. I know that price went up. <laughs> Moonlight put an extra zero on that motherfucker. I still ain't seen a flashback in this whole season so far. So I I, yo, bro, that Cornell, that you? He going to be talking off camera. <laughs> yeah, yep. it's me. It's me. <laughs> they better talk to Netflix and get that humble. Mahershala, it's me. Come on, it's it's me. Mahershala. Yeah. Uh, Mahershala. No. Uh, okay. Next question. That's up. Yeah. From R. A. Ingram, aka Bando Style Rizian, aka Slick Fury. They write, and what? Oh. <laughs> Yo, I was waiting for Ben's late ass response. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> uh, it was more of a oh. Uh, okay, know. not a Just no, a, but uh. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Not quite a, a ringing endorsement there. In what context would you call Batman to save you instead of calling any other hero with powers? Uh-oh. <laughs> I think I'll just be quiet right now. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I? Can I? May I have oh, oh, that's why. Okay, go ahead with the Batman in the, in the back piece right there. I see you. I see you. Yeah, don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I, I, I promise. I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm sorry. Just don't... Jeff, let me cover up. Let me cover your eyes for a second. So, there's a reason why this question came about. What's the reason? I witnessed in the year of our Lord 2018 <laughs> on Jack Dorsey's Twitter quite possibly the worst superhero take. No way. I've <laughs> ever seen. And I'm going to tell you how bad this take was. I was in the barbershop today, and someone said Deadpool is the strongest MCU character. <laughs> is the strongest character in Marvel. All of Marvel. Ooh, that's, that's a hot one. Oh, that's not even as bad as what I saw. Because no. I can laugh it off. And he was dead ass. My he was dead ass with like a slight question mark. Like, earnestly. <laughs> it was worse than that. <sighs> the gist of the argument was that if you had to call Spider-Man, Iron Man, or Batman to save your child, who would you call? And this, this user's response was Batman because, and I quote, Spider-Man's not a hero, and he doesn't have a hero's heart. So, you know, I don't know what really constitutes a hero's heart anymore. Oh, I, I, Maybe if you well, if you get powers and you fail to stop a robber who ends up killing your uncle <laughs> and you find out when you go to stop 
said robber, and you dedicate your life to saving everybody. Maybe that's being a coward <laughs> in some people's minds. I don't know. Or we could talk about how you would trust your child in the hand of a man, a billionaire who dresses up as a bat instead of helping the community with said billions, <laughs> employs children, let a man dressed in light Fenty makeup kill one of these children, ask Jason Todd if Batman should be saving children before anybody else. Mm -hmm. uh, that's all I want to say. What the F is a hero's heart? It's probably their MySpace page. Oh, my God. Maybe that was their name on MySpace. I don't know. And let me, let me, let me also say, when I responded to this tweet, I got blocked in the quickest time possible. I felt like I was a bot. <laughs> I thought I was a bot the way I got blocked, but I, you know, you know, you put out a trash take, you get it, you get it answered or whatever. But um, I, I just, I like, you got to understand, I, I was, I was beside myself. And um, if you read Spider-Man number eight hundred one, which is Dan Slott's last Spider-Man, mm -hmm. I and I've read this. I hadn't read it. I had the comic, and I didn't read it until like after all this happened, yo, it almost, it touched my heart and then it got me mad and I was reacting all over again because that book, I felt like he read it. He saw this tweet in the future. And he wrote that <laughs> book and said, oh, I'm going to show you what a hero's heart is oh about. My God. But um, to answer the question, never in yes. the history of ever would I yes. call Batman over anybody else. You can't even call him. And you got to put up a light. You can't even call the ninja, okay? He don't work days. Batman don't answer house calls. He just show up. He sent you to Justice League voicemail. You get Green Arrow when you call Batman during coming, the day. He not coming to the hood anyway, so he ain't coming. I mean, unless there's thugs to beat up. Oh, my God. I, oh. I told you I don't mean it. I don't mean it. I'm sorry. <laughs> not, like, I didn't even want to do that it. Poor I Batman. I did not want to. Like, yo, look at how he's looking at me. I didn't want to do it. Like, I, I, and, that's, and you know what's the funniest thing? Because you know the DC stands, they, they, they come with their pitchforks and they're screaming at clouds. Batman's my favorite um, DC character, like by far. Mm. Like, this is my man. And that's just like I said. All I said was, if you're going to look for Batman to save your child, it's going to take him 20 pages of internal monologues um, studying forensic evidence at uh, prep time before you see him. And God forbid it's detective comics. You're going to get your child in like issue four or five. <laughs> in the five issue arc, you're going to get him by issue four. So you're going to have to wait about four months. I would call Bizarro uh, before I call Batman. Wow. Um, speaking of hot takes, I saw somebody say that Batman could beat Thanos with the Infinity No, Gauntlet. can like, we stop with the dumb shit? Come on, man. They're just trying to get you to react at that point. Like that, this one was yeah. like let's, dead let's, ass. Let's don't be, let's not, let's stop. So <laughs> I, have, I have an answer to, to the question of when would I call Batman? If I had a family member that was murdered and we needed to find out who, Batman's my first choice. With, mm. no, with, with, without power, because I know he's, a, he's the world's he's a detective. greatest detective. So I know if I need to find out the answer to something, yeah, he, he's, he, that's when I'm calling Batman. If I, that is exactly what, I, 10 times out of 10. I'm calling yeah. Batman because he lives for that. If I need to find he somebody named Martha, I'm calling Batman. If, if my parents ever got killed in like a really crazy ass way, I'd call Batman so I could join up with him as beating that's Robin. If if I if I needed revenge, Batman, uh, Penguin, Penguin just you, you just gotta tell Batman he did something to the city, and Batman is going <laughs> is going off like he 
he will hunt him down. Like Batman was Liam Neeson before Liam Neeson, but his family is Gotham, the city. Like I would, I would definitely call him. But yeah, man, like if it comes to like forensics or anything like that, or or detective work, or if the Riddler is doing anything by me, oh, I'm not calling no one else but Batman. Because Batman, Batman's lifetime career percentage of solving the Riddler's riddles is probably like the highest of any person <laughs> ever in this life. Like Batman is who you play taboo with. Get Batman on your team for Taboo, you never lost. Never lost. Ooh, man, sometimes y'all got some questions for us. As always, make sure you send them in to contact at fanbros.com or you can hit us on the Twitter at fanbrosshow. And with that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be (laughs) right back to wrap this up. Anyway, okay, cool. Hey, I'm Letitia Wright, and when I'm not the princess of Wakanda or MC battling people as MC baby underbite, I am listening to Fangirls. So the fan bro show the voice of the urban geek like you heard before like i said before make sure you're subscribed everywhere on youtube soundcloud itunes all those good places look for us on tv soon viceland we know what's going on over there ha. we right here holla so holla. i heard right you have here. an opening on I late mean, night her, you know heard you had a late night opening i can work multiple jobs i am caribbean I do it. there we go but speaking of crazy decisions, I mean, that probably wasn't their decision, but, you know. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Woo, child. They, the ghetto. They couldn't get they, let's say they just couldn't get their money up like Showtime got their money up. Yeah, got to secure that bag, folks. So, got to bring the bag. The brand is strong. The brand is brolic, you know. It's Showtime, Showtime, Showtime. You know. Whew, shout out to the Bodega Boys. Always love y'all. You know, family over there. Fanbro Circle of Trust, once again, just working magic. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, folks, you know, ah, man, this is like, I don't, I don't really know how to take this statement, but I guess today Disney decided that they are not going to take any risk on, direct, on directors for their Star Wars franchise. Right. Well, so here's the thing. Let's put a grain of salt in there. Disney yeah. didn't say it, but it's kind of becoming wider speculation. Okay. That because of the, I will just call it the solo debacle, that uh, they're done. Disney and Lucasfilm particularly are done hiring any new rising directors. That they only want to use proven veteran talent, which, uh, if true, is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But also, if true, it really stunts the growth of future stories. It stunts the growth of future uh, uh, creative energies for this franchise. Like, it it really puts... It actually is very counterintuitive to do something like that. 
So I don't, again, I don't know how 100% this is, but also to me, if all it took was solo, quote unquote, flopping for them to completely back off like this, I wonder really how strong their conviction was in the first place. Or if they had any conviction at all that they were going to give new directors a chance. I I, I look at it as, as code, if this is all true, this rumor mill, whatever. Um, if you're not, if you don't want up and comers, that means you want people who will come in and accept the plug and play nature of the Star Wars formula. Like you, you have a vision, you want them to execute the vision with their own, with their own style, but there's certain parameters that you have to adhere by. Like, you know, you can, you can play a little bit with the semantics, but the syntax is going to remain static. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I think that that may be because that's something that I read into. Also, uh, those two directors that were on Solo, it isn't like they had nothing but flops on their record. No. They did no. Jump Street. They did Godzilla. <laughs> they did um, the, the Jurassic movie. World. They did the Legged movie. Like, they've done stuff. So, if Solo... And I mean, Solo didn't Solo make like 300 mil? That's why, that's why you I use air quotes for those who can't see me. I use air quotes when right. I said flop because relative to the other relative to force awakens they could think it's a flop but it made money yeah i wish i would flop with 300 million dollars in profit like i mean yeah. I, I i i endeavor to flop like that right Word but up. um but i would say they also have to look at the stories they want to tell that's another aspect i don't know who was Screaming and hooting and clamoring for a solo, a Han Solo movie. That's and even oh. diehard fans. And it's funny, you know, all these these stupid movements like the people who want to remake The Last Jedi, oh you know, have, a, have, have fun with remaking a billion dollar movie, you cubicle sitting, <laughs> weekend warrior playing douches let me like say. like like you try to recreate a billion dollar a billion dollar movie right and and you got your 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 classic star wars character who's a white male lead white female lead you got everything because that's the code what some of those nerds are saying um you got that and you didn't support it mm. you didn't su you didn't support it and part of it may be because they didn't want People didn't really want a Star Wars film. And I do think, I mean, a solo film. And I do think it's okay to do smaller, smaller type movies like that. It's okay if it's not the biggest Star Wars movie of all time. Because you, you, you got the money. You got the studio to do it. Maybe in the future if Disney does their streaming service. Or let me say if. When Disney does their streaming service, maybe solo, a solo type project would be their version of a Netflix original right. And you like do know Disney the streaming service original. is coming, right? Remember, they oh, said no, they, oh, oh. it's on. It's on time. It's on time. Yeah, I mean they said so. So, but I mean that th that that bothers me. I mean, like, like I agree with you when the point is like everything. I feel like they feel the protocol is anything that has Star Wars on it has to be a billion dollar blockbuster. And I'm like, does it really though? Like you have full dominance at this point. Does it really have to be that? And then. If a movie or if a Star Wars film doesn't get to that billion dollar point, does that mean it's a failure? I don't. You tell me, Ben. I don't, I don't think so. And I think eventually they're going to learn that lesson, you know, the same way that Marvel Studios. Marvel Studios so far, I don't think. Yeah, I'm not even not think. They've had a stream of unprecedented sex. They've no one. No other studio has ever had straight number one hits like they've had. You know, every movie number one. 
But not every movie they put out has made a billion dollars or broke all the records like the Black Panther or Infinity War or the first Avengers. You know, they have smaller movies. And for those smaller movies, they probably spent a lot less on marketing, et cetera, than they did on something like Infinity War, while Black Panther just blew up on its own and because of people like us, et cetera, who made it a hit without them having to spend the money, like huge amounts of marketing money. Mm -hmm. So Disney is going to learn that and just accept that. And then, like we've all said, make better choices on the stories you want to tell. It was obvious that people would have preferred a Lando film. People would have preferred a Leia film over a solo film. People are tired of that formula. Mm -hmm. You look at Rogue One, lead, woman, big hit. You know, you look at Force Awakens and Last Jedi, diverse cast, huge hits. You look at Solo, not so much. And once the news got out that Lando was barely in it, people were like, come on, please. You're not going to get me for that. Sorry. Nah. Yeah. 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 So I think you, you just lost on with that one, Disney. I really hope, again, this is speculation, but I hope this doesn't really, really come to fruition in terms of their hiring practices. Um, Cause in fact, if that happens, you're backsliding and you're not doing what's right for the money. So, Mm-mm. I mean, but you know, a lot of people seem to be doing that these days because today the news came out that Jared Leto will star as Morbius, the living vampire for a Sony production who sadly still has the rights to Spider-Man and all his amazing uh. friends at this moment. And Morbius is a Spider-Man villain. For those who don't know, Morbius is the living vampire. He's a dude who's not really a vampire, but he like got injected with something, I think, in the comic where he, he has, has a, a blood version. Con- he has a blood condition which mimics uh, vampirism. Vampirism, yeah. So it's a blood condition that mimics vampirism. So he acts like a vampire, but he's not a vampire. You know, he doesn't get burned in the sunlight, et cetera, et cetera. And he's pretty much a very minor character. He had a resurgence, I know, like in the late 90s with... The rest of the uh, Midnight Suns and Ghost Rider and all those dark Marvel characters, but seriously, I mean, this is this is like worse than Solo. Like when you think of all the Spider-Man, you know, different people you could make movies of, and Venom and Morbius. They're gonna try to make Morbius like Dracula. I already see it already. They're gonna try to flip it and make it like Dracula. And Morbius is actually a really cool lower level spider-man villain he would be the type of villain that you would you know i like spider-man movies they'll have the main villain and then secondary the villain. Beat up at first. he would yeah. be like a good secondary villain to have yeah. but you know right now sony is just throwing stuff at the wall to see if it sticks and, and i i know their execs think just because it has the spider-man's in the mcu that people are going to be clamoring to see all these regular no. Spider-Man Mm-mm. villains. You know, they, they keep forgetting there's one important element that they're missing in Spider-Man. Tom Holland. It is Tom Holland. Yeah. So it's like, like, what do you, what, what, what are we even doing right now? And it, 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 I would predict by this time, what year is it? 2018? By this time in 2028, those, those one way or another, they're going to get those rights back. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Well, and it's probably going to be sooner than that. But I give it, I give it ten years or less because all it takes is a few of those movies to flop. And Sony, yo, you could just cut your losses. Or if I was them, which I'm certainly not, I would cut a deal where, yo, you use everybody, use the whole cinematic universe, and Sony Studios just gets a cut. Like y'all have the license, we just want our cut. Like they're not going to agree to do everything. And you get the whole gate, and we we just you know get the shine of art and shit. 
Um, That'd be so difficult, though, and I think that's why that hasn't happened yet. I know. I'm just saying eventually they're... No, it'd be difficult for Sony to do that because that means they would start getting a cut of every film that Marvel makes, pretty much. Marvel would start using these people in all their films, you know? And so Marvel wouldn't want to do that either, where they're just getting a cut of, like... They, everything. Right, yeah, it would everything. be it, right. It would be it would it would have to be specifically detailed and and uh, extreme legalese. But yes. um, I I do think that at some point it's like, yo, get a quick bill, get a quick two three bill. Yo, you want the rights back? Let give me a price, and then mm-hmm. do it like do it like Craigslist style. Go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and then you know you meet up and hopefully you don't die. Bring your own truck though. <laughs> right, right. Meet in a Starbucks before you give those rights back. <laughs> Meet in a public place. All right. And before we get out of here tonight, I do want to give a big shout out. Huge. I mean, respect everything, dude, because I've been seeing a lot of craziness over this topic to the man, Terry Crews, who mm. today went forth and gave a public disposition on this. Did I say the right word? Deposition. 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 Yeah, deposition. His disposition was good in his deposition. Though. There we go. His disposition was good in his deposition on his sexual harassment case. And a lot of people... Um, let's name names. People for like 50 Cent, Russell Simmons, were making jokes about this and, you know, calling him not a man or everything and so how they would have done this and they would have done that in this situation. And it's all real bullshit because mostly all people, like somebody said on Twitter, don't even say nothing when somebody strips you in line at the barbershop. Oof. You know, like people well, have speak, all speak this for themselves. to say. Speak for yourselves yeah. because you already know I get an appointment. I will fight you over, my, <laughs> over this hairline. I die for this hairline. But, yes, I just want to give a big shout-out to Terry Crews and to everyone out there, you know, involved in this movement and, you know, this reckoning that has needed to come to Hollywood for a long time. And to show support to that because it's just really ridiculous to me that Russell Simmons, who, you know, come on, bro, Mm. rushed hard. We haven't forgotten. Like, you know, 50 Cent, I mean, really, you know, I like power, but, you know, come on, man. Like, people, you know. Well, first of all, they got their own issues. That's what I mean. Like, people have their own issues and really just need to be quiet sometimes. Yeah. We love you, too. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, shout out also to the Minnesota Lynx. They, they didn't get invited to the White House to celebrate their championship for 2017. So instead of that, earlier this month, they went to Payne Elementary in D.C., which is a, a, it's an elementary school where a percentage of the kids are homeless, low income, and they gave out free sneakers in partnership with Nike and Jordan Brand and DTLR. Washed the kids' feet uh, and gave them out socks and shoes and all of that and made it a real community service thing where they turned, uh, not so much, I don't know, neg- negative because I don't know who, who's going to the White House now <laughs> to visit, even if you don't, you know, it's like no, that's that's the hey, one place where you hey, don't hit them hey, with the Aaron no invite. said, ain't nobody that I want to see. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. Exactly. So but they, they were able to flip they were able to flip that um flip that into a positive before playing the Washington Mix Mystics. On their off day they went out and they did that, got up with the kids. Uh, you know, the WNBA is doing amazing stuff, great competition. I got to produce a video around it and and do some work around it and f- find out more of what they're doing. Uh top notch organization and I'd like to see a lot more of that from our athletes and our celebs. So I, I'm, I always like to see giving back. So definitely shout out. I love how this just turned into a sports podcast right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we keep in this. This is an everlasting Czechography, bro. Like we doing this. You know what I'm saying? Shout my out, checks shout is out your Rooks. checks. Your checks are my checks. Shout out Taylor Rooks. I see you, girl. Fan Bros. Fan Bros. Fan Bros. Fan Bros. Fan Bros.
Oh, 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 oh,